Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast Member, where I chat to Disney cast members from all walks of life and, of course, all walks of magic. For today's episode, I'll be chatting with the lovely Bethany, who sprinkled her pixie dust at Disney's Magic Kingdom and Disney's Epcot. Hi, Bethany. Hello. How are you doing this evening? I'm very well. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Here to spread some magic, right? Yes, of course. Yes. That's what we like to hear. That's what we like. We're trying to distract ourselves from the current the current uh, pandemic. That's what we're doing. So <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. So we don't have too much time on these podcasts. So I'm going to say, let's get cracking. Fabulous. Let's go. Let's do it. So uh, you've done a summer program and a CRP, which I just found out, which is really exciting because yes. uh, I always love a, another CRP um, uh, summer <laughs> podcast. Um, but what was your inspiration for applying for the summer in the program? And what year did you do the summer program? So I did mine summer 2016 um I never really thought about it much until I saw like vlogs of people from Australia doing it and which is so random because it's not even connected to us but (laughs) I just I applied on a whim I don't think much of it and then I think as soon as you get to like pre-screen you're like actually I really do want this now yeah 100 (laughs) yeah amazing and um do you remember the first time that you got the email saying that you're going to be going out to Florida and doing this program so there was a bit of a thing where I was at Elfin Musical. I know, amazing. Um, <laughs> and people on the Facebook group were saying they had emails, but there was no emails. And I was like, oh. no, this is too much. And then it was like two days before Christmas. And it was the year where not everyone got an email from Disney. We got it from Yummy Jobs first. Right. And it was like, well, where's my email then? Yeah. <laughs> and so until CRP, I never had the whole like Disney congratulations thing. So it was like a whole other when you get that. So I didn't know where I was working. Like I didn't know what job I had or anything till like the day that's after. That's mad. So with that yeah. program, actually, we'll talk about. No, yeah, let's talk about the positions, and then we'll talk about your CRP after. So, what position did you apply for? And like, so did you not find out until you got onto the program then where you were going to be? No, I found out the day after the initial email came out. So like, right. people that got the Disney email knew, but those of us that didn't get the Disney email had no idea right okay. in my head I knew I was custodial I knew I was because yeah. in my interview that's all she'd spoke to me about okay so like, it's fine so was that the position with custodian I've had a few custodians now on the podcast mm-hmm. and it's I think from someone who hasn't done that position it can be like people can be a bit like oh did you want to do that so what what positions did you want and obviously you ended up being custodial and then obviously we're going to go into your experience of being custodian what did I want? I think I put down like merchandise, um, yeah. attractions, basically everything apart from lifeguarding. So I used to swim competitively and I was like, I'm not being a lifeguard. I can't <laughs> swim. I'm just going to lie and say I can't swim. Because <laughs> it's just scary. Like, I don't know. No, the no. responsibility is like next level, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I'm not involved with that. So I was like, I can't swim. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but it was fine. She spoke to me most about custodial. I knew I was going to get that. And it was like the best job probably ever had to be honest yeah it was gross like I won't lie I have got a funny story but we love funny stories far away far away oh okay so you're either streets or restrooms I hated restrooms it's so boring like so I worked on main street so I wanted to you know be in the action right that's a pretty that's a pretty good location to be like what what it seems like (laughs) as much as the 
the general job of custodial is mm-hmm. to make sure that things are clean and tidy and presentable and um, because obviously show is is such a big part of the like disney principles but also you i think it was um i don't do you know helen mckenzie she's literally my best friend yeah oh amazing amazing <laughs> she was because she was on the podcast i recorded her episode yeah. earlier so um and she was she was saying to me that like you are basically guest relations like yep with with a with a brush like that's basically what yeah. you do um which like and to be located on main street as well like that's that's pretty cool yeah i essentially got paid to watch wishes every night and the electrical grade oh. and if you started at three festival of fantasy oh can't oh. complain at no, all. No, no, no. but tell us your funny story um i was at it was like two days before the, before the end of my program and i swapped shifts with my friend because I didn't want to be restrooms so I went to TTC because it's dead like obviously everyone's in the park like nothing's happening so it's you and a guy so one female one male basically he disappeared the whole shift so I ended up taking all the radio calls and there was more code v's than I think is even physically possible um one of them I couldn't find it was just one of those you know where something goes wrong like everything that can go wrong goes wrong um my like I ran out of chemicals to cover things and like my pan and broom broke like I couldn't oh no in one shift I just I was like I'm gonna cry but I'm not because I've got two days it's all fine it's all gonna be okay yeah like it's fine I was like I'm just gonna watch wishes when it's on and then we'll deal with it after yeah we don't deal with it after like lo and behold Mr monorail man comes over and goes I'm really sorry I think you've got a sewage backup problem and I went lord I wasn't trained for that don't even know what this means what what does that even mean (laughs) There was a whole poo on the floor. <gasps> just looking no. at me. <laughs> no. I literally was like, hey, where's this other guy that I'm supposed to be working with? Yeah. <laughs> me, why is there a poo on the floor? Like a human, I'm like, I'm, I'm sure well, Helen told human, you human things happen. <gasps> In custodial, things happen. Like, it's not even, you can't even explain some of the things you see. But there was just this poo and this monorail guy expected me to sort it out. Oh my god! So what did you do? I called my manager. My radio didn't work. Like, oh my god! It ended up getting to the end of the night. The monorails had finished. The ferries had finished. My manager had to drive and get me from TTC and drive me back. Jeez! I went to the office and my friend who I talked with was just crying. Like, I feel so bad. I was like, "What's well, not your fault? You didn't put it there, did you?" <laughs> no, that is just—it's <laughs> awful. But you know what? You need those bad days to make. Oh, like, it was so funny though. Yeah, it is. It's one of like I've got memories like that as well. I'm like, how did all of these things go wrong in one shift? But then at the end of the day, it is like, okay, I can deal with that because because at the end of the day, I'm I'm I went to see world. It's all good. Yeah, it's you said this was two days before your last shift yeah it's not in the mood <laughs> no not feeling the vibe at all um wow. and and then obviously you go on to work at uh, Epcot after you've worked mm-hmm. in custodial on the CRP so uh, were you food and beverage or merch I was yes food and beverage yeah Mm-hmm. amazing so what was your experience like this is so weird because you're in a completely gener- different generation to me I was the 2017 <laughs> to 2018 so obviously okay. you don't you don't have to spill too much tea but um but like but what was it like generally for you um at first it was a bit of a struggle like I was very scared going out there for this one like I was not in a good place and I was just like I'm gonna leave after like a month I gave myself a month how silly is that and I did the whole woman wow. thing <laughs> but obviously having friends out there like Helen and stuff was like I don't know what I would have oh, done of course because Helen was then on the HRC wasn't she yeah 
Amazing. Like it, I mean, yeah, carry on, carry on. Keep telling me. Um, I keep interrupting you. I'm awful for it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what I would have done. Like I just, I was like, I wanted to prove to myself and other people that I could do it because I applied five times. Wow. I know. I did not quit. That's amazing. (laughs) That is like, you have to keep going. You have to keep pushing for it because at the end of the day, some people like apply 10 times. Like at the end of the day, you have to keep going. So what was it that made you like at that one month, like when you first got the the struggle, if you don't mind talking about that? Um, I don't know. Just a a lot of things. Like I had no self-confidence really. Like I was just like, what am I doing going out there? Yeah. Like, why am I doing it? do I really want to do it now because again like wait lists and stuff like that like it just it takes such a long time yeah that you then start to think should I actually do it or not definitely you, like, doubt, you just start to doubt yourself don't you yeah um, now I'm like I'll go tomorrow if they ask I me was gonna say are. so what was your progression like from that because I also I'm very similar in that sense that I I wasn't I think I was so distracted by the fact I, I was working at Disney that I didn't even think about that but I'm I'm honestly such a different like I always say that when I was when I first went to uni I was a completely different person to the end of it but that was over three years the amount I changed from being there for like at the start of like August 2017 to um September 2018 I I just became a completely different person and for the better like I'm still me but I just I I, like you said my self-confidence grew I would stand, I learned how to stand up for myself. Um, I learned how to be more independent because I was obviously living away from home. Um, I, I, re- I wasn't a confrontational person at all before I went to Disney and I left and I was like, I'm ready for it. Come on, bring it on. Let's get my boxing gloves out. Um, but yeah, so what was your progression story like as you went through the programme? Um, I think it even started with like the application, to be honest, because I'd been turned down so many times. When I got the pre-screen, I was like, okay like we're getting on to something now and at the time I was working in a restaurant and at the Disney store because I was like I need to get as much experience they can't say no (laughs) if I have because I had retail I just never had restaurant and I was like well if they want more people for a restaurant then I'm gonna go and get restaurant because why not but I was literally working like seven days a week as soon as I got it I like it was all I thought about and then the final interview I was terrified I'm not surprised. And I'd, I'd been interviewed by Sue before, but I was just like, bah. <laughs> like yeah, terrifying. I mean, it's it's nerve wracking on a first time, let alone like, the, the, like you get to like obviously your your fifth time applying, and you must have been like, I'm not giving up now. Like I'm yeah. here. Like I'm gonna get this. Yeah, it was just I don't know. I think because I had spoken to her before, I was like, oh, she kind of she recognizes people. Yeah, fully recognizes people. And she was like, you did custodial. And I was like, huh, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> but it actually, and I think if you've done a programme before, when you're at the final interview for CRP, you're like, you've had a taste of it in like very short sandwich bit of time. Yeah, you're just of like, course. I want to do it again. 100%, 100%. <laughs> and uh, obviously you got there and you were there from March 2019 to mm-hmm. March 2020, the infamous month of our entire lifetimes. Yeah. Obviously you managed to complete your um, Disney programme, Bethany, yes. but what was the vibe like in the parks especially it's one thing finishing your program like that last month of finishing your program anyway is like super stressful you want to get as much done as possible like it's all very bang 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 but 
when it comes to obviously the news of COVID and like airports closing, borders closing and stuff, what was that experience like alongside leaving your programme? So I was travelling. So I actually came home in January for like five days for something. But then when I went back, it was still wasn't really being spoken about. And then when I was on my travels, my mum was saying like about how like shops were running out of stuff, like it's getting really bad over here. Um, I think you should come home. And I was due to leave. What day did the park shut? The park shut on the Sunday. So I changed my flight from Orlando. I got another flight, no, Boston. I flew from Boston to Orlando to get my stuff because it was at my friend's apartment. Right. Literally rushed to Epcot. We we got um had like a meal at like 5 10, 5 11 in the Rose and Crown, watched Epcot forever. And I just felt awful because they're told like it's been shut for two weeks. Yeah. And it obviously wasn't shut for two weeks. And it is horrible because you're just like, it take again, it takes so much to get out there. You just feel so bad. But at the same time, I was like, I am so lucky that 100%. I managed it. Yeah, 100%. Like, flying home most of like the Norway pavilion was on my flight wow and one of Helen's roommates was actually sat next to me and I was like thank god it's someone I know because if I'm crying (laughs) I know like honestly and it's just like you've just lived the most magical year of your life and then Mm. it's almost like the world was ending right like coming home and also like how was coming home for you considering that you were you weren't coming home to a normal like to what you like like left from weird because you make plans with people as well or you're like oh yeah we'll do something when I get home joking I'll have to wait till like August to see you now yeah and I mean lucky lucky that happened as well because I mean oh we don't want to talk about COVID in this podcast but still like but but it's also it's important to like acknowledge Mm. that you you were in a very rare situation because you said you were the last arrival group to leave organically before it got shut weren't you yeah mental absolutely well I'm so glad you got to live out your program I'm obviously so sorry for everyone that didn't get to but um I hope everyone that did get sent home or didn't get to go out does get to go out as soon as possible I really really hope that happens for them um but to bring up the mood again (laughs) because we're like oh my god COVID, we're gonna cry to our tears um but uh yeah to touch on Disney housing RIP Disney housing gone but never forgotten um what uh, housing complexes did you live in Bethany and what what um and what was your general living experience like in America? Patterson on the summer program. Yeah. Um, commons for CRP, but I had to move apartments in January for like four weeks. What's the point? I know, but <laughs> I had to move apartments. <laughs> um, I was in a bunk bed for like ten months of my program. Right. Top bunk, but I lived with. I was in a room with two girls from the UK, so it was like fine. Okay. I worked with one of them one of them yeah. was merchandised um it was fine again like at, the, at first I was like I can't stay in a bunk bed like I can't do it yeah and then you sat and then you suddenly <laughs> realized okay thing. that's the thing like do you know what? I'm so glad that pe- a lot of people say that when they come on the podcast that at the end of the day it is just a place to sleep like the, you have to get I, I very rarely stayed in my apartment like I was always I slept on the sofa going, so many times yeah literally like it's <laughs> just it, it, it is well I mean if you had the top bunk or the sofa I probably wouldn't get want to walk up those stairs either but <laughs> um but no I think I think the housing is like it is what you make it at the end of the day mm-hmm. but um living in America what did you find that like um a bit weird because I was definitely like a Disney Channel kid that watched all the decoms and was like I want that lifestyle yeah. <laughs> 
I want to be that person who goes to cheerleading at high school and does all this. Blah, <laughs> yeah. blah. I've got family out there. So like, I've always kind of seen it from a distance. Yeah. It's very different. Like, I don't know. I'm such a grandma that like CRP time, I'd be like, I'm going to go to Target because I can. And I'd have a great time. Yeah. 100% I agree like, with you. That's what I did. But that, when I'd go on holiday, I loved doing like a Target trip to go oh, and buy like the Target CDs with the deluxe tracks and stuff <gasps> on them. And I I like, I just, I just loved all that stuff. So actually being out there, I felt like so chic. Like I'm just going to pop to Target. Christmas, I was literally in my element. Like, can we just, oh, if, tar- if Target was a thing here, I would spend all of my money in Target. I'd want to work there. Yeah, literally. (laughs) I say that for Bath and Body Works as well. I'm like, why isn't there one here? I'd work there. 100%, 100%. I got so into Body Shop after leaving America because I was like, this is the nearest thing I've got. Um, (laughs) But aside from the housing, guest experience is a huge part of the Mm programmes. Is there a guest experience that stands up for you, Bethany? Um, for, For different reasons. There's one which doesn't actually sound that exciting, but I had a table on my CRP who were just talking husbands from the UK said they were coming back here and then like they lived in Orlando I go into work two weeks later they put me an advent calendar no way I was like this is the best day ever that's adorable and it was a this one as well wow that is busy love it I love that um custodial a bit again a bit weird like you didn't really do couldn't do as much for people I guess like sometimes we did a magic moment where we'd just randomly ask a kid if they wanted to go in the emporium and have something (laughs) like oh that's cool like it's it's kind of standard I guess but we used to always stand as well when wishes happened you'd had to stand at certain points of the hub and like we'd conduct the fireworks with them oh amazing but then on CRP I hated magical moment did you? I loved yeah. it. That's so. Funny. Oh, it made me so nervous. It is. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on, and I remember the first time I was like, "Am I gonna? Am I gonna like be?" I able I, to... I made a mistake. You can probably guess what I did, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> you did so good." It's Here's so. Your... <laughs> it's so. It's so much pressure, but I do. Th- I feel. I just feel like the reward when I'd see the kids' face, yeah. and like how. And there were some of them that just didn't care. It'd be like, "Oh, oh God, yeah. is that it?" I'd be like. <laughs> I'd be like, I want to go on, I want to go on Frozen Ever After. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, okay. Um, Nikki doesn't need you anymore. But um. <laughs> I did like making menus as well. Yes, I was a massive menu person. Oh, oh, I used to do, do like 50 of them, like yeah. marathon weekend. I did like 90 of them. I was just like, anyone who want one, you can take one. Definitely. I loved it. Do you know, it's such a small little gesture and I'm sure people yeah. still have them in their like scrapbooks and stuff. Like it's so, so, so I'm lovely. sad I never made one for myself. I do you know I think the same thing. I've still got a couple of menus in my um in my Dude. like Disney bag. Yeah, that I did I didn't steal it, Disney if you're listening. I just accidentally oh, no. forgot to give it back. Um, <laughs> um but no, hundred percent. Guest experience is a huge part of the moments that we remember on the programmes. But if you had to take the guests away and think of like a highlight from one of your programmes that stands out as like a number one moment, other than escaping America before it got really bad, (laughs) what would you say your highlight was, Bethany? Um, Summer programme, I asked our manager if we could ride the omnibus, you know, like the Main Street vehicle bus. Yeah. And they got it out on my last night and we (sighs) went up Main Street and back down. That was cool. cool. And then I just like cried a bit. Um, (laughs) CRP, either last illuminations. Yeah. I love a last show. I went to the last wishes. I do love the last, you know, like 
Oh, you were there for the last one, the actual last one. God. Yeah, like I was going on holiday and then they announced the last wishes and I was like, right, I'm booking my flight, see you later. Yeah. I was like, I can't miss that. Um, I went to D23. Oh, oh, hello. When they announced the uh, UK attraction RIP and Dick Van Dyke walked out, I was like, if Julie Andrews walks out onto this stage, (laughs) I am going to lose it. (laughs) Like, literally collapse. And then go into like the studios and Imagineering. Just places you wouldn't be able to go. Definitely, 100%. Because then you see it on TV or like, I watched Saving Mr. Banks the other day and they're walking around the studios and I'm like, I went there. Mad, absolutely mad. I love it, I love it. I think there's so many highlights. We could do a whole podcast on the highlights of programmes, couldn't we, literally. But but I do have one final question for you, Bethany. And that is, if I could send you to any Disney park, Disney resort, cruise line area, anything Disney in the world right now, where would you go and what would you do? One thing uh, for like a day. I'm like gonna be day. I'm gonna be nice and give you a day. Right. I'd wake up at Fort Wilderness. Good go shout. Hang on, good shout. Because <laughs> so many people forget about Fort Wilderness and that is a banging resort. That was like my favourite staycation. I right? love it. Wake up there. No, I wouldn't go to Trails End. I'm backtracking. I'd go to Ale and Compass. Yeah. Was Ale and Compass a thing on your programme? Because it really hit like not massively. There was a group of people that would like always go, like the lads and lasses would always go to Ellen Campus. It was a thing this year, like really? this program, like yeah, a 40% discount. It was a thing. Like, I think it was a 20% discount when I was there, so that might be why. 40? Maybe it was only 20. I don't know. I loved it anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would. I'd have to fit in Festival of Fantasy. I would go to Epcot and see Karen and give her a hug. Yes. Because Lord knows we need a Karen hug in our lives. Um, I would find a Pog Mimosa somewhere. Where did you even get them from? I can't even remember, but I'd find one. I feel like either Animal Kingdom Lodge or they did it near, um, I've forgotten what the character dining restaurant is in Africa, in um, Animal Kingdom. Oh, Tusker House. Yeah, I feel like the bar there does them. Get one of them. And then I'd go watch Finding Nemo the Musical. Good shout. Then I'd go on Tower of Terror because I used to be scared of it, but then I did a like magic backstage on it and I love it now. Amazing. So, and then I'd finish with Fantasmic. Oh, I and then I go it. to sleep in Wilderness Lodge. Amazing. So stick with the wilderness theme. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Oh, Bethany, you're making me cry. I want to go. Literally. <laughs> but I hope we can all be there sooner rather than later doing no. all the things we love. Um, but I just want to say a huge thank you to you, Bethany, for coming on. Thanks so thanks, for Bethany. Me. Of course, no worries. Um, but this has been another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast Member. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, follow our Instagram, and listen to all of the other episodes because they are just as magical as each other. Keep spreading the magic, everyone, and bye for now.